0: Hey guys, John here. I just want to talk about something for a minute. We actually have a Patreon up right now in full swing, and that is our $5 a month plan. It's called Movie Lovers Classics. It covers bonus episodes, reviewing classic movies like you're about to listen to right now with the uh, little Caesar review that we just did, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, outs on the main f- uh, feed, early access to episodes, and then we also have... All Access Documentary Series Review, which is $10 a month. And that includes bonus episodes, Eli Roth's History of Horror, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, free digital movies, shoutouts on the main feed as well. And then that also includes our classic uh, movie reviews as well. And then our $20 a month plan is our VIP movie lover. And that also includes bonus episodes, classic movie reviews, interviews with independent actors, actresses, directors, and comic book writers. And it also includes movie lovers documentaries and early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, free digital movies, and shout-outs on the main feed as well. Go on ahead, subscribe to the Patreon. We hope that we'll see you there. And always, until next time, guys, bye-bye. Hey, Tamika. Oh, hey, what's going (laughs) on? Nothing much. How you doing? I'm all right. How was your day?
1: Uh I well, I, I slept most of it, <laughs>
0: which is well, which
1: is good point. and rare. And my aunt came to decorate part, whatever part we own with her coming to decorate. <laughs> <laughs> At this rate, you but, should
0: just go on ahead and hire as an interior decorator and have a reality
1: auntie, show. Yeah, I'm telling her. I was like, yeah, uh, you know, Aunt B. Because I can't say her name. Uh, I I was like, yeah, we should, um, you know, I should get a website or something for you. Because every time I put the pictures on Facebook, people are like, can she come to California? Can she do my dining room table? Can she put the curtains up? (laughs)
2: That's always great, though. Yeah, and then I
1: take pictures, and she was like, make sure you tell them this is from Target. (laughs) And this
2: is from Walmart. (laughs) That's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, I actually slept so, yeah. a little bit to myself, so I know how do Oh, that's feel.
1: good. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's, it makes a world of difference, doesn't it? When you get some good sleep uninterrupted. Definitely. And then like, Wait. I don't snore, but they say I purr. <laughs> so I don't know what that means. Like, I guess it's like a light snore, where not like, <sighs> you know, it's like like,
2: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Bro. Well, with me,
0: though, my snoring is really bad. It sounds like a subway going through the house. Oh, but man,
1: can... you need to get that yeah. check, bro. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> it's okay, I just die in my sleep. <laughs> Hey, at least I'll be dying.
0: (laughs) Hey, at least I'll be getting some rest.
1: (laughs) Anyway, Hidden Figures is a great movie. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes, it
0: is. (laughs) I really have to say, um, this is my second time seeing Hidden Figures. I remember seeing the trailers and just being wowed with the trailers alone because I find women of color who are doing something fantastic when it comes down to NASA is a great thing because I feel like you know, women can do just as good of a job than men can do, you know? And also, too, this also represents uh, black African-Americans in the U.S. and are, you know, I like the whole entire deal where you have this one woman uh, that, Catherine, who is just a plain genius when you just look at her calculating everything when she's little. It's just mind-boggling,
1: yeah, you know? and Taraji P. Hansen was Catherine, right?
0: Right. Yep. That was yeah.
1: I I like this movie, of course, being a woman of color, and right. just because um, there's so many depic- depictions of us <laughs> as like right. you know ghetto. Uh, hood rat blah 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 you know and it, it's good to see another depiction of African African American women as like scientists and mathematicians right. like in the STEM field and and just like with Black Panther too like when Suri is a scientist so I I that's very motivating to me, and I know the library I used to work at, they had, um, it's called Girls Who Code. It's in um, Atlanta or Georgia, and it's just this program where these um, high school girls learn how to code, and I think that's really awesome.
0: I think so, too. And, I,
1: and it's just so great to just see a positive image of African-American women just you know, in this field in particular, and how I can motivate the next generation. So that's what this
0: movie um, I guess means to me. I can definitely see that though i'm I'm happy to to see young women, uh, especially women of color, that's actually fascinated with technology. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that I have to say that I love about this is it can be inspiring for young women of color or any color for that matter um, where they can actually become inspired because of this film or because of black Panther, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I definitely love this movie for what it is. Of course, you know, I like how you have, you know, Octavia Spencer as Dorothy Vaughn. Then you have Janelle Monet as Mary Jackson. And then of course, Kevin Costner's in this movie. As well as Al Harrison, who's in, who's in charge of the whole entire NASA operation. Then, of course, you have Jen Parsons, who plays Paul Stafford, who's also played um, Sheldon in The Big Bang Theory. This has a pretty good all-star cast, if you actually look yeah, at the casting. Yeah, uh,
1: Kristen Dirtz, Dur- 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 however you pronounce her name. She's uh, like Dunks. the evil bitch secretary. Anyone that's named Vivian, <laughs> you know
0: that that woman's going to be evil.
1: <laughs> that's just you know? like when um da- dallas bryce ha- howard you know like mm-hmm. um whatever i don't know why all the names are just going away from my head right now i blame the pandemic to be honest
2: <laughs> uh that's
1: just like with ron howard's daughter she was the evil bitch in um the help like the yes. racist woman with red hair and i didn't even know that was her i was like oh i just want to choke her and I was like, no, I can't. That's Ron Howard's daughter. Oh my god, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but
0: you know, okay. So this is something else that I liked about the film. Whenever it opens up, is the part where you know, of course, we know Catherine went to this private school for um, people of color, and then, of course, it moves into their uh, their modern day era of where they're on their way to NASA. And everything, and then their car breaks down, and then all of a sudden there's a police car. So I'm like, oh crap! That my first person thought, okay, I'm getting ready for something that's gonna be a racial something racial going on that's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And I was I wasn't sure if they were gonna get arrested. I wasn't sure how they were gonna play with it. This is Disney. I know they're going in for a little bit of the family. Uh, for family movies, but also too, they also kind of bend the rules, kind of when it, especially when you actually look at this movie, and also too with Denzel the movies, uh, remember the Titans? They actually they captured the whole entire racial thing pretty good, and then they also do it well with this one too. But I find it find it kind of funny whenever this cop comes over there, and these women are. Going to NASA, and he's just looking at them, and he looks at their ID badges, and he goes, "I never seen." And you can tell he was getting ready to say that word, and all of a sudden, um, I think it was Janelle uh, Janelle Mo- uh, Mo- Monet's character, Mary yeah. Jackson, that steps in. He goes, "What woman who worked for NASA? Woman of yeah. science?
2: Yeah, I'm was like, yeah, that that's what I was
0: gonna say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's what I was gonna say." <laughs>
0: I'll tell you one thing, you don't want to mess with uh, Tara, uh, how do you say her name, P. Henson? Oh, uh, Taraji. Taraji P. Henson, you don't want to mess with her. And plus, yeah, she's, she's cookie lion. With... <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you don't want to play with that. I'm going to be honest Mm-mm. with you. You, you
1: don't, don't want to play with any of these women.
0: No. Mm-mm. So, nope. I love the I love it when the police officer gives them a police escort into NASA, which I thought was actually mm-hmm. funny. And then, of course, you know, Mary's driving the car, and this is when Dorothy says, you know, he said, follow us. He goes, well, that's what I'm doing. I'm following him, but you don't have to follow that close to me. Yes, I do. And I'm like, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking this. I said, it's not every day you get a police escort over to NASA and then having a white person having to escort you to NASA who's borderline racist to begin Uh with. And so, therefore, he's like, you know what? They're driving the ship. That's what I actually felt it. I felt like that they were the ones who were driving the ship and everything and controlling that whole situation you know
1: yeah yeah and then he was saying you know oh, darn russians so you can tell this was during the cold war right the yeah cold war. Thing. Yeah, the, right. yeah the space war and all the other stuff and just in general like it's it's just kind of it's good and it's kind of sad we just finding out about this history in nasa um because we, we didn't know anything about it until, I think this was a book, so until the book came out, and then the movie, it was like, whoa, there's, um, there's black women who were in, who worked in NASA, first off, and then it's like, wow, they did this contribution to NASA, like, in, ma- in math, and science, it's just fascinating, and just seeing what they went through, at the time. I guess I guess when you think about like like the civil rights era, it's only based in one place, right? Like Mississippi or all them other places. Right. But to then much-
0: see it in NASA, you're like, whoa. It goes to show yeah. you how much of that stuff actually traveled throughout the world, if you actually think about it. Yeah. And how much uh, te- segregation was, and everything else, and what th- what everybody was going through. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: and I mean, I guess the part for me too that it's a like plenty of cringe worthy moments in <laughs> this movie. Really, but one of the parts, yeah, for real. But one of the parts that made me cringe was when she was asking. I think that was Taraji P Henson, who I think plays Catherine in the movie. The real life. um, Yep. Yeah. Um, she plays Catherine. Whatever her last name is. Uh, Um, she asked Johnson. Yeah, she asked to go to the bathroom, and they were like, "Oh, you have to, you know, go to the colored bathroom." The colored bathroom is on the other side of the NASA base, and Mm the NASA base is like large so she had to go like get out her run out her building go past the, the white bathroom which is like right up the hall go out her building and then we traveled with her and she ran across the NASA base to like two three buildings down to the colored bathroom and I was like that's fucked up it and was. then I would have pissed on myself I probably would have just pissed in front of the um, base and said boom I went But then, you know, I can't do you can't do that. As Catherine, we can't do that because we got to keep our job. (laughs) And then she had to run all the way back. And they're like, why are you so late? I'm like, because I had to go pee. And it's like four buildings down from us. Mm. So you can see like how brutal the segregation was, even on the base between employees. It was like white bathroom up the hall, black bathroom four buildings down, go out the building, take a left. It's it's like when you go and you ask somebody, you know, where's such and such, and they're like, okay, so this, but you go out this building, you take a left, you go down this corner, then you take another left, and then you take another. That's pretty much how it was.
0: I, I, You know what, though? I do agree with you on that, though, to be honest with you. That was very fringeworthy, and also, too, We also find out that's actually a mile away from where she's actually located. Yeah. Which is nuts. I don't believe I would be... And you know what, though? She's just taking it that whole entire time, you know? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. And she's just
0: eating it up and everything, just taking it and letting it boil into her veins, pretty much, if you think about it. And also, too, you know, you can definitely tell that she was not welcomed in that area. Mm -hmm. where where the rest of the NASA specialists were or anything like that it was very tense that whole scene where she's moving into that section and that scene alone is very tense you don't know what to expect you're not supposed to ask questions when it comes down to Alan Harrison or anything like that it's pretty much anything he says you have to go with you can't overrule him you can't question his authority or anything like that you know at least her Catherine is not allowed to do it. Anybody else is allowed to do it but her.
1: Yeah, and during this time too, like when you're
0: a trailblazer, like
1: these women were, it it is hard because you go through a lot of stuff that's unfair. And you know, the people expect you to quit. But they knew that we're we're paving a trail for women to come after us. So they so they gritted their teeth and they just took it. Because they knew their worth. Well they knew their worth, but they also knew, you know, I know what I'm capable of. You know, I'm capable of sending a ship up to the moon or whatever. You know, they may not Mm -hmm. see it now, but they'll see it. So it's yeah, it it's a difficult situation to be in. Because, you know, nowadays, people would be like, oh, man, I would have quit. I ain't going to take nothing. You know, but I'm like, if that's your only job back then. And, right. Yeah. And pretty much you had you, no choice. You, you, you had, had you no had, choice.
0: Right. Yeah. Because it ha- it's like this. You have to take what you can get. And jobs were limit, was limitless, if you actually think about it. it there was no options for anybody. Or anything like that. of people of color or anything like that. You had to get whatever job. You can get that's available. You know. Especially and, in that field. like yeah. For her to even get in NASA. Was a miracle. Exactly. And I love the fact that. She has the right Pardon. credentials. All her friends have all the credentials. And everything you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And. You know, and here they are, they're being segregated and not even inside the same offices as all the other white people. And that shouldn't have happened. That that should not have happened at all because they should have actually been in the same building together. They can both get this both sides can actually learn from each other and things like that. No one's better than the other person, the average person. They all have degrees, they all have doctorates somewhere, you know. So there was no need to be stagnated like that. And then on top of that, what even pushed the limit for me was black-only coffee, like only colored people can have that. I was like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know? That that set Mm -hmm. me off, I'm gonna be
2: honest. Yeah. Uh, Oh,
0: yeah. But I love the transformation of Kevin Costner's character though, especially when Catherine complains about him, because finally she pops off at him, right? She goes, Mm -hmm. what do you mean, where have I been? Where have I been? I've been in the bathroom for 40 minutes. Yes, for 40 minutes. Doing what? Using the bathroom. I have to walk in the pouring rain a a mile and then having to walk 40 miles back and everything, uh, 40 minutes back. And it's on the other side of the campus. Mm-hmm. so the next day kevin decides to do something about it alan harrison does something about it he gets a uh crowbar and he winds up whacking it off mm-hmm. of the uh off the bathroom he goes from now on it's not gonna be like this anymore and i'm you know what i'm glad that she was actually making a movement inside that area because it needed to make that mo- that movement and yeah also too it was also the first woman to be inside that Room basically, besides Vivian, uh, Miss Pearls. Um, <laughs> you know, and basically, she was just the secretary. So, technically, she was not really anything if you think about it. She was, mm-hmm. so, you know, you have Catherine, who was like the first black female woman inside this room with all these other people, and she stands out and everything. And she's trying to prove herself. So, how can she prove herself when she's been? And pretty much in the background, not doing it, not, not letting her do anything, doing the whole entire data analysts and stuff like that, doing the mathematics and things like
1: yeah. that. And, yeah, they gave her like secretary, secretary work, like they just kept stacking like books, like check this. And then she would check it and she like, OK, well, you know, this this doesn't add up. This number equals this. And Jim Parsons' character was her nemesis. He was like, my oh. numbers are always right. <laughs> and she like, no. Like, <laughs> let's say he thought it was like 2,335. But it was 2,333 or some crap like that. And, of course, she was right. Because her math skills are better than his. But as right. a man, he couldn't... Well, it's two things. As a man... He couldn't accept it because he was like, no, no woman's going to tell me that my numbers are off. And as a, a white male, he was like, no black woman is going to tell me mm-hmm. my numbers are off. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, it it took a while for him to come around and be like, okay, you know, she's smart. She can be an equal. Right. Um, Especially whenever he came bl- around. I don't know. <laughs>
0: He, he did. I, I want to say okay. he did make a transformation, to be honest with you, because he's staring at her up and down, glaring at her. Remember when she's on that ladder and Harrison winds up uh, yelling at Paul for the mathematics not being correct? And Vivian yeah. was the one, not Vivian, but um, Catherine was the one who winded up outshining him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, he just kind of glared at her and everything and walks off in disgust. Mm. you know but later on i want to say that they do come to terms that they respect each other as equals at least to me
1: yeah yeah Um, yeah. all the women like catherine i don't know what department that was uh, but there all the women are in three different departments in nasa like catherine's in this department i think where they do calculations to yeah see if the spaceship can go up to the moon or something like that um the other girl janae what she plays i think she does like the engineering it's something with engineering and octavia spencer's character is like the computer like analytics Yep. Personally. Analytics. Yep. Yeah. Before they had a computer, they actually used actual people. <laughs> so <laughs> she she basically was the computer, <laughs> the analytic person. So you can see each of their their struggles and their trials that they go through in these various departments. And I think Janae Monet had to um, get a, a degree, another degree right? And then she had to go back yep. to school? Yeah, but then they it said, was yeah, go ahead.
0: Uh, yeah, because remember, she only had a degree, like, a, if you think about it today, it would be like an associate's degree, if you think about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So that's basically all she had, and that's, at the time, they said that's all she needed. But you know how, they, how these shady companies are, these shady businesses are, like, well, you have, since it's a black woman, they're going to make up something just to, so they won't get in. And they know that it would be impossible for her to get in to that kind of college and stuff. So therefore, she would actually just get be in the same position that she was. Instead of increasing her pay and promoting her, she would still be in there for a while if she didn't do it. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think she so, can't go
0: to night
1: school, too.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the night school Oh, do school remedial
1: thing, courses, too. I think
0: that's what it was. Right. Right. Basically, what she had to do to get into that thing, she had to clear her case to the judge, and the judge said to her, just because the United States passed a bill where we're no longer staggered, st- does not mean that we're, not, we're that um, state, because we have our own state, our own rules, our own regulations. So therefore, this state is, in fact, segregated. St- and because it's segregated, st- you're not going to get into that school. You're only allowed into like the community college, I believe, or something like that. No, the high oh, school.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. You're only mm-hmm. allowed
0: into the high school. So it wasn't until she she ended up putting them on blast. Well, do you remember the time when you wanted to be a judge, and you were looked down upon and frowned upon, and you were the first person to graduate in your in your high school uh, in your family. You're the first person to graduate college. You were the first person for this. All I'm asking is for the same thing, but to be the first. African American to be able to graduate from uh, college and not only graduate from college like, but also to to be the first person of color to be associated with NASA and doing the things that NASA requires her to do
2: mm-hmm. and that's yep. when
0: the judge dropped dropped his guard
1: yeah 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 And sometimes even when you do a passionate speech or you're telling the truth that people still just don't do it. So you just have to push through all the obstacles, you know, even if you get a hundred no's, you still have to just
0: keep going. Right. A matter of fact, get this. Uh, Catherine, this is the true life thing. She returned to teaching when her three daughters got older. But it wasn't until 1952 that a relative told her about open positions at the half, uh, at the all-black West Area Computing Section of the National Advisory Committee for and, aeronautics, uh, for NACAS uh, laboratory, headed by fellow West Virginia Dorothy Vaughn. Uh uh-huh. So, you know, once her daughters got older, because remember, they didn't give us a timeline on how long. Uh, how long it took her to get into the into NASA we just saw the girls as they were little so that's basically what they did just made them little still opposed to going back to uh, school and then going on with uh, teaching and then going into NASA so it wasn't until Catherine's kids were older that she did that yeah yeah, so I thought I thought that was actually pretty cool, A little fun fact.
2: <laughs> but uh-huh.
0: you know, um, but like I said, with that situation alone, when you went, when you're looked down upon and then you wind, wind up calling the judge out on your own thing, I thought that was really re- really cool. Yeah, yeah,
1: and I and something else I forgot too. Um... Octavia Spencer she had um, a group of because she was the supervisor of these um, other black women I think they were part of I, that part is kind of confusing to me I think it, it's kind of like a temp agency or whatever it was she was the supervisor of a, like a lot of black women besides yep. you know like uh, mm. Taraji P. Henson and Janae Monet and then she came to them and said, Oh, they have this new com- that's right. They were gonna right. replace them, the people who do computers, they were gonna replace them with the IBM. Yep. The IBM and- just kinda came out. And so she studied the IBM uh, configurations and she was like, ladies, we can we can figure this out. Cause I don't think I think it just got there. So nobody kind of right. tinkered with it yet. Right. So she took the opportunity to get the IBM manual and figure it out. And then her and the other black women were going through all the analytics and the logistics of it to see if they can configure something and figure it out so that they can keep their
0: positions. Right, in
1: the number.
0: Right. And remember Dorothy also said to the woman and everything too that I'm getting paid a supervisor's um I'm getting you know, I'm a supervisor. I should be getting paid more. I should be getting paid supervisor I should be getting paid a supervisor salary. Mm-hmm. Since I'm since we haven't had one in a while and now I'm taking over. And then also too, like you mentioned with the IBM computers and her learning the formulas for the IBM con, uh, the computers and stuff like that was just amazing. And yeah. you know what? I liked it I like this scene. When they go, when her and the kids go into the library, and you know, of course, they get kicked out. Oh, yeah, they get kicked out, which is totally messed up. Oh, and you know, and I don't like how the woman talked to her. She's like, You know, there's books in the colored section. I'm like, You know what? You need to go to the colored section. (laughs) That's what I would have told
2: her. Yeah,
1: and you know, and it was like that all around, like Mm -hmm. just that black back then, they couldn't go to the library like the luxuries you have now. And even if there was a colored section, of course, the books were outdated and torn.
2: Right.
1: And they weren't up to par or pages were missing or something was written in it. And that's the colored section, the dirty section, the where the information is half missing. So, of course, you stole the book. (laughs) I love that. I love it. I love that. (laughs) I forgot what she... Bush oh, took.
0: I think it was about. It was coding. It was something to do with coding. Oh, for the see? computers. Coding, see, coding. coding. <laughs> That's what I get for being <laughs> an IT. <laughs>
2: yeah, but
0: But you know, I love when the kids go, "You stole that book, Mama." She said, "Kids, when we've been paying enough taxes already, so how can you go ahead and take something that belongs to you since we paid for it?"
1: Yeah, so, well, I mean, I, I wouldn't suggest that now.
0: No, you know. not now. now this this may be good
1: for good drama, but don't go in right. the library and take a book and just walk out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I do like that scene. I, I thought that scene worked for me. I mean, yeah, I would have been pissed off, too. I would have went on ahead and got back in those days. I would have done it if I was someone of color and stuff like that, too. I would have done the same thing, especially if my job was in jeopardy and I had to learn something that they were going to try and replace me with. I'm like, no, I'm going to learn everything I can about this IBM.
1: Yeah. And even this film, you know, in general, it it's a story that is relatable to black, white, or whoever. Like, you're in this position where you would be replaced with a computer. And that can happen today. Like, let's right. say your boss say, "Oh, you know, we we're gonna replace you with some new fancy computer that can do your job ten times faster." Like you feel threatened too. Like, right. wait a minute. Like, and this computer program doesn't make mistakes. Blah blah blah. Like that's that's a real thing that has happened to people. Mm-hmm.
0: So Me- yeah. Because even in housekeeping now, I just saw a machine that disinfects the whole room. What? Yeah, I have to send oh you the link God. later on. Yeah, yeah, please do. And a matter of fact I found out two hospitals are using it. Oh man. So I had no clue that the hospitals were using it up until I commented, I said, What hospital is this at? Because I don't <laughs> because over in <laughs> Mississippi we don't have that. <laughs> but come to find out in New Orleans they're using it and a couple other places
2: so but you do. know so, what yeah.
0: though
1: like you know I I sometimes think about that too because I work in a library and sometimes you think oh they're gonna these computers are gonna replace us right because I work in a public library and we had self-checkout machines installed like 2019 oh, wow. at the library I went to and we, it was supposed to you know um, provide more you know, ease the low on the the worker, so they say. And it's supposed to check out fast and be the ease for the, not only the worker, but the patron as well. But nine times out of ten, I found that, yeah, some people like the self-checkout, but they like the human contact as well. Right. right? Like that interaction. So they would come to, uh, they would bypass the checkout. Like, hey, can you check this out? You're like, whoa, okay. <laughs> and then they would talk to you, you know, and then now I work in academic libraries and it's like, you know, what if a computer replaces me? But because I work with databases, so,
2: you know, of mm. course,
1: this hidden figures, um, it is, you know, it's inspiring to me working in technology <laughs> and it's rare to see a woman of color or a woman in general doing the work I'm doing.
2: You For know, sure, working
1: with, like, uploading electronic books and doing all this coding stuff I did at work. Um, but sometimes I worry, like, man, is the computer going to replace me, right? But then you see, like, all these uploads and, you know, uh, updates. <laughs> like, oh, such and such got to update. And it's like, well, I don't have to update. <laughs> so I feel like my job is safe. <laughs> Or it crashes. I just, or the internet no goes help. slow. <laughs> I can see you doing that to
2: somebody. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got an update. Please come back in three hours. Yeah. Sorry. I got an update. <laughs> I can see them, you
1: ain't going to replace me with no computer. This internet is slow, first off. <laughs> and then it's going to flicker. And then second, it's got an update. And then third, the model is new models out there. So you're going to have to spend right. time replacing new computers. So no, I think uh, my uh, job is secure. I think our job, people of the world, is secure from the robots and the computers.
0: I right, don't think they're because, taking over
1: just yet. <laughs>
0: there's, th- there's something I wanted to catch up on that, though. They're, uh, you know, what they do supposed to do the job that we're we're doing. As a matter of fact, with the job that I have, I have to scan barcodes and stuff like that uh, as soon mm-hmm. as I get into the building. And everything on what supplies they need, of course, you know, there's par levels for each department on how many that they can actually get of a certain supply and things like that. And then after that, the pick tickets come out out of the printer, and then I go on ahead and fix the orders. So we actually have glitches in our system before where no pick tickets came out, and I had to do it by hand. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not perfect by no means we've seen that with hidden figures as well especially whenever it gave the wrong coordinates to Buzz Alden mm-hmm. and he didn't trust it so he the person he trusted the most was Catherine and so you know he goes I'm not getting on the shuttle until I know that you know Catherine is in charge tells me that these coordinates are correct uh-huh So, like I said, it's imperfect whenever you look at technology and stuff like that, too, because there are glitches. There's software glitches. There's a bunch of other stuff that happens that's out of control. So who's going to fix those if we're gone? I mean, you have to have someone else that's part of the company to come in there and fix the problem. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's why our job is safe for now. Right. Until they fix the glitches in the robots <laughs> and the computers. I think our job is safe. I, I so remember too. hearing this story of um. <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing because no. it, it sounds like I made it up but I didn't. It's in Japan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's and, <so> uh...
1: <laughs> first off, let me set the scene. It's in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think these robots were working in a hotel, right? And then they start to malfunction or have issues. <laughs> and the hotel manager fired the robots. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired
0: You're a fire, you can... robot. I could just say, <laughs> now I got to go and file for unemployment. Nah. <laughs> can just yeah. <laughs> right,
1: <they're probably>
0: <laughs> <And> like
2: whoa <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I didn't
1: make it up I saw that story I was like am I reading this right he fired the robots
2: <laughs> what in the world I guess,
0: I guess I didn't want to use the word terminate <laughs> the project I terminate the robots so. I felt bad for the robots I'm like you
1: know yeah he was probably pressing the button on the elevator 500 times and nobody could go nowhere <laughs> But, you know, he just had a bad day. Oh my god! It's not his fault. Maybe his wife was getting on his nerves. Oh, you officially <laughs> broke. <laughs> I
2: don't need to replace you with another John. John two No. Oh. <laughs>
0: no, you no, do not need to replace me with the Dollar General version of myself. <laughs> I don't-
1: Not even Uh, the best value one. Dollar
0: General. Dollar Tree. Not even the the best value one. I wouldn't even replace myself with.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I read that story. I was
0: like, whoa. Okay.
1: And then I think it's a restaurant here in Georgia. I'm not sure if they do it now. um, Where robots are the waitresses at this pizza joint. And then they serve you the pizza. I didn't go to it yet. I wish I did (laughs) pre-COVID, so I could just see this in action. (laughs) Why you can't get sick? It's
2: robots.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I guess. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah, but then they're taking um, money from hard-working waitresses. Like, so, like, do I tip the robot for rolling pizza over to me? (laughs) Okay, we're getting
2: uh... (laughs) (laughs) it. Okay, so.
0: Hidden Figures okay. was a great yeah. movie. Uh, okay, so <laughs> another another thing I want to mention is the boyfriend that Catherine is dating. Oh, yes. Mahershala almost, Ali. Yes, and get this. He almost messed that up for himself.
1: <laughs> right
0: yeah. off the bat. Yeah. But I actually would have gave him another chance. It's Mahershala. You know what? He actually reminds me of one of my friends that mm-hmm. almost messed up his own relationship.
2: By saying no, the wrong no. thing,
0: no, and no. I was like, so I asked him one day at work. I said, "Man, what what happened? What's going on?" Because, man, I think I messed up. I I, I don't know what to do. And mm-hmm. she, I think she she broke up with me. I said, "Dude, you need to go back and apologize for what you said and realize what you said and how it came out, and everything." Now they're married, and they had and they have a kid.
2: <laughs> so, oh, okay, there you go. But.
0: But it just reminded me of my it worked friend out so too much. Well. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, I guess I'm good advice. What can I say? But <laughs> but you know, it just reminded me of that though, where he just says the wrong thing and you know, Catherine's really turned off by him now and stuff like that. At first she was like stargazed with him, and then all of a sudden he just comes off as like really snotty, very judgmental for him to actually mm-hmm. be someone of color as well.
1: Like, oh, I, I think it was when these women were like, Oh, we're working for NASA, and I think they had that male view like, NASA, what a woman doing working at NASA, you know? They like undermined it. I think he undermined, think he undermined her abilities and what she could do. And right. That's where he messed up, he put his foot in his mouth.
0: Yep, because... and then he was
1: like, Oh, <laughs> <shit."> <laughs> <laughs> I'm not messed up. Mm-hmm. this woman this is a superwoman
0: I need to step up my game exactly but then he apologizes to her at that party and everything and then I like how he incorporated the kids into the marriage proposal Yeah, oh, and that's he, sweet. that was awesome right there because he's like I understand I'm not just marrying you I'm marrying your kids too I'm like mm-hmm. damn you need, a, you need to marry, you need to marry him right now because it's rare that you actually yeah. see that <laughs>
1: I would have had told the kids to go to another room, and then I would have dropped everything because it's Mahershala Ali, well, but that's just number, me.
0: Well, number one, the, the mother was there, too, so.
1: Well, I would tell her to go to the room, too. It's Mahershala Ali. I got to drop everything for him. Oh, he's so fine. Okay, I'm back. Okay, okay.
0: So now we actually have another thing that I, that's going on too, besides the IBM computers and things like that. Um, we now have where there's a miscalculation with, well, basically we see Russia just crushing it the whole time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and it's like Kevin Costner just kicks on getting pissed off even more at his crew. He's yelling at uh, Sheldon, douchebag Sheldon. <laughs> um, yeah. Paul, he's, he's yelling at Paul, wondering why the calculations are off. Why can't uh, the Russian, why, why is the Russians able to get somebody in space or not? It can't be because of the fact that they have better technology than we do. It can't be because of the fact that they are better than us. What's the story here? What's going on? And it comes out all about miscalculation. It's also about pieces of the metal flying off of the, the other spacecraft when you're coming back into Earth or Earth's orbit. There's just a bunch of phys- physics and stuff like that that's gone awry when it comes down to the United States uh, spatial launch for orbiting uh, the Earth's atmosphere. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, of course the key is they didn't use Catherine. <laughs> right. Because they're relying on all these men and they were like, "Whoa, why can't we be the Russians? You know, it's some calculation we're not figuring out. And I think Catherine was just playing around on the board, you know, because she was invisible in this space. Right. Anyway, you know, she's like only black woman besides, or woman in general besides the secretary. She's only black woman. And it's like this whole room full of white men, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to set the pictures. Like a whole room full of white men, scientists, and we know everything. And then here's Catherine, right? So, of course, she's invisible in this space. So, she goes and she figure out a calculation. And she's like, Oh, I got it. You know. But, and, and Kevin Coffin, like you said, is getting frustrated because he's like, Hey, what's going on? And we can't figure this out. And Catherine has the key. She figured it out. You know why she figured it out? Because she she's smart. Yes. Yeah. And she worked through the calculations and she thought outside the box. Exactly. They were thinking according and, to the book and she thought outside the book and outside the box.
0: Right. She also had to reverse the formulas on the way that they were set up too and revert, flip it to where it would actually work and the favor for the, for NASA. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, another thing that I want to mention is this too. Remember when she's in the conference room? And no woman was allowed in the conference room. That was like a big no-no. Yeah. You know, and even Paul's like, what's she going to do in here? She's not allowed to come in there. He goes, well, I think it's time to change that rule. Who makes the rules beyond these walls? And then I liked how he's like really uppity and everything. and pissed off at whoever made that rule. And then Catherine goes, you did. He's like, oh. (laughs) And, uh, so they go into where the conference room is and that's when everybody grows quiet. All the white men grow quiet and it becomes the Catherine show. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, And, you know, even Paul's not Paul, but uh, Kevin Cosmo's character, Al Harrison tells her, look, do not say anything in the conference room or anything like that. These men do not like to be talked to or anything like that by a woman next thing you know it she just opens her mouth and she just flows all her energy and all her knowledge onto them and they're like they're just getting sucked in like you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. she made history that day she became the first yeah. black woman to be in that office with all those guys she was also the first black woman to be able to work in the NASA area that no other woman was able to do so she broke ground on two elements here you know, mm-hmm. and I respect her a lot for that. Uh, what other stuff stood out for you on this, though, too? On the movie itself uh, and things?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's just amazing. Like, every time she came to Paul, right? What's his name, Paul? Sheldon. Let's yeah. say Sheldon. Right? Yeah, every Paul, time she came there. to Sheldon with some calculation... And everything else he would just shut her down, and he's like, "No, um, this isn't right." and uh, you know, she became a nuisance to him, right, And then she just didn't give up. she just kept going. She's like, "I deserve to be here. I deserve to be like sit in that conference room. You know these are my calculations. My name needs to be on this report as well." I wrote this I wrote that and that and then he would just rip out her part and be like oh we don't need that in the report you know just doing everything he can to just shut her out you know so she can run and quit basically that was his goal like Mm. I just want her to quit because she's getting on the nerves (laughs) and I'm insecure male
0: (laughs) exactly and he's all uppity being pissed off because she's outshining him and we talk, you remember when you said you didn't remember the uh, department that she works in for Harrison yeah oh yeah it's actually um i was go sorry i was actually digging through my notes and it's actually the space task group
2: oh okay, okay. given the yeah. skill
0: of analytics so of geometry
2: hmm. and she
0: becomes the of course she becomes the first black per- uh woman on the team head engineer paul stafford is especially dismissive <laughs> so
1: Oh, there's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was just fascinated in general with these women, you know, just the tenacity they had in the face of opposition, and all the obstacles and the pushback. You know, people telling them, "No, you can't do this because you're a woman." No, you can't do this because you're black. No, you can't do this because you're a black woman. You know, it it was just fascinating to me. Just seeing them just take that and feel the hurt, right? But then they overcome that hurt. And then they show them, yes, I can do it because I believe in me. You know, you don't know what skills I have. You don't know what I can do. But I'm going to show you. And then going back to Octavia Spencer, I think it was for some reason, you know, when we were talking about the new IBM computer was coming out. And they couldn't figure it out because it was a complex system. Right. So it was just kind of sitting there. That's what happened. And and she went in, took the manual, blah blah blah, figured it out. She was in the room, and she got it to work and do the calculations. And I was like, "Who? You know, who told you to come in here? What are you doing? This is a sensitive piece of equipment. Nobody knows how to work it." You would think somebody would know how to work at NASA, right? <laughs> right, exactly. And then
0: <laughs> also, too, they just chose to show you white people are not that smart. <laughs> saying. I didn't say that. And John said that. He's white. I, <laughs> John's white. He can say it. Right. I can't say that. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? That she winds up showing them, like, what's up? I got this. I got this right here. And when she turns that on, like you mentioned before, they have this big old huge equipment that they're not doing anything with because nobody knows how to even work it. And then I also remember Kevin Costner, Al, winds up getting mad at the people for uh, not putting the stuff, making the room big enough to put this equipment in and they don't even know how to use it and he's getting pissed off about it.
1: Yeah, I would you know? too. I'm like, you know, we're working with the finest mathematicians and scientists and we hired you and we NASA. You don't even know how to turn on the IBM computer. What exactly. are we
0: paying you for? <laughs> <laughs> and then get this: this is actually, if you wanted to know the position that she was in, uh, she becomes the program to um, supervise the programming department. So she's actually part of the oh, okay. programming department, and that's of course when they try to promote her. And remember what she says: she goes, "I'm not going anywhere without these, without my girls." Yeah, so, and and Vivian's like, well you gotta go ahead and do it because you know that's because you uh it's just gonna be you. We can't accept anyone. Well I guess I don't I'm not gonna get the position then because I don't want it. Yeah.
2: And you they know voice
0: right by the way. <laughs> Thank you. You can't do it. Oh, hold on. You can't do it. You can't do it. <laughs> So basically, she, and this is what Octavian pretty much says. She's like, Well, I'm the basically, she's saying, I'm the only one that knows how to run it. So, therefore, without my girls, that's help gonna help me, I don't need you. So then Vivian's like, Fine, I'll go in. You can go ahead and d- get your girls. So then the girls are actually promote, promoted to the uh, programming department as well. And th- she has a huge team now. So, therefore, they can run all the computers. They were expecting her to run all those computers on her own. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I would actually be like, look, I need a raise.
2: (laughs) You know Mm -hmm. if I'm gonna do all
0: this. No.
1: Yeah, and I need some help. And I don't need no help from nobody in NASA because y'all don't even know how to turn the computer on.
0: Exactly. So
1: let me get my other girls the ones who figured out how to turn the computer on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Another thing I wanna do is too, I wanna correct myself. It was um with the astronaut. It wasn't Buzz Alden. It was actually John Glenn. Oh, so, yeah. So, I just want to correct myself on that. So, um,
1: you're saying Catherine Johnson sent John Glenn into space successfully. Yes. And not John everybody Glenn. knows
0: that. No, not really. If you actually think about it, because it's all about him, right? because he was Mm -hmm. actually the big deal because he got sent into space. No one looks at the the behind-the-scenes stuff, right? Uh -uh. It's pretty much like, think of her as like the narrator. No one pays attention to the narrator. The narrator is the narrator. They they only look at the performance that's in front of them, right?
2: That's exactly
0: what um, John Glenn is just the guy who goes up in space and is orbiting the sun and everything. And you have Catherine down there and trying to help the situation that he's in because he does run into some danger and they don't know what to do. You know, people give credit. Here's the thing. I believe in giving credit where credit is due on both sides, not just on one Mm -hmm. side of the coin. And to me, Catherine should have gotten uh, rewarded too, not just John Glenn. You know, that's the way I feel. Yeah,
1: she was... It's just kind of pisses me off because she was erased from history for a long time mm-hmm. and it pisses me off that I didn't know about any of this until the book came out and then the Same. movie Hidden figures and now they want to tell her story I'm like well her story should have been told you know that it was her that sent John Glenn into space with her right. calculations and that's true because I tried to do like you know how you try to check when you have these movies inspired by a true story, you try to fact check. Um, right. So I checked that and I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, that's true. That's true. I think the that's bathroom true. part is the one that wasn't true. I think it was knocked right. down like a couple years later, but that was just for a dramatic effect.
0: It also happened though. So I would also have to say it may have happened. Oh, yeah, eventually not, it happened. Not, right. But not right there on the spot, you know. Especially when, no. when you look, especially the coffee too. Kevin Costner rips off the coffee um thing and said everybody drinks out of the same pot now. Yeah, as well. Yeah.
1: Oh, I also have to mention the the men in these women's lives, like the three hidden figures lives. They they oh. struggle too, taking a a back seat.
0: Oh, we got a. Yeah, um, we yeah we have a message. Let's see what we got real okay.
2: quick. Okay.
0: This was the NASA movie, isn't it? it's quite sick, you know. Okay. It's quite weird. Huh? I don't oh, know. Okay. If oh, you can okay. um go on ahead and re- re-record that, I want to be able to understand you a little bit clearer. So if you can, please send us in that same message again. Yeah, so and were,
2: this is the
1: NASA movie. Yeah. Yeah, the men in these women' lives—they take um, a backseat as well, and you can see the struggle in these men too, because their women mm-hmm. are doing like um, NASA, work with NASA, and they're just—I don't know—I think some of them were in the military or something like that. But they learn and they grow to support their women, you know. Like, okay, my but, woman is doing important work, and. And you can see the, um, I think Janae Monet, like her husband was fighting with her because he was like, you know, you're going to NASA and you're away a lot and I'm here taking care of these kids. So you see the, the uh, rift in that role of the husband is here with the kids and the role change, the gender role changes. And she's out there right. working for NASA and she has to go back to school. And she's the one that went back to school for the degree you um, know, engineering. But, you know, he comes full circle eventually, and he's like, okay, I'm going to support you, because he sees that uh, this is bigger than either one of them. Like, she's paving a way for right. other women, and he sees that, and he's like, okay, I'm going to support you
0: for the cause, you know.
2: Exactly. So I thought
0: that was pretty cool. I did, too. I thought that was really good how the transformation of that happened, too. Because remember... There was a scene where somebody um, got some cocktail. uh, Remember the cocktail scene where they lit up the cocktails and then threw it at the bus? And everything killing Mm -hmm. some people of color and everything else too. And the husband got mad about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And stuff like that. It made him hate. white people and stuff like that too and then of course you also have that whole entire conflict where it's like uh we, i don't want my kids to be seeing that because well they need to see it so you have a transformation thing going on when she goes back to school that i really liked oh
1: yeah yeah
0: oh okay i think he re-recorded his message so okay let's so see what we got
2: is my accent like hard to understand
0: mm-hmm. uh yeah, it's a little hard to understand, man, but go on ahead. I, I can I can understand you, this go around and everything, too, man. Uh, go on ahead, send that in again. We'll answer any question you have or if you have a discussion about this film, go on ahead, send it in, uh, for real. So, let's see here. So, we actually have the John Glenn's uh, launch. The department no longer needs human computers. Catherine was reassigned to the West Area of Mary's Gym. On the day of the launch uh discrepancies are found in the IBM 7090 calculations that we mentioned, and Catherine uh, asked to check the capsule's landing coordinates. She delivers the results to the control room, and Harrison allows her inside. After a successful launch in orbit, a warning indicates the capsule's heat shield may be loose. Mission Control decides to land Glenn after three orbits instead of seven, and Catherine supports Harrison's uh, suggestion to leave the retro rocket attached to help keep the heat shield in place, the Friendship Seven lands successfully. So, do you have anything that you wanted to add with that one? With that soon? Mm. Wow. That was a lot. But no.
1: No, I, I, like I said, um, Catherine thinking outside the box. That's what um, saved his life. Definitely. Because they were trying to figure out, you know, how to get him successfully to orbit in space. But all these men, all these brains could not figure it out. And then it just took her, you know, just spending late nights at work and trying to go through calculation after calculation and testing things out and then thinking outside the box, giving herself time right, and saying, oh, I got it. And then it to, like we were talking about her pushing through all the barriers of the men saying
0: Uh-oh. so you know I think
1: oh okay, I'm back. back it was my okay. phone mom you know that um, limit <laughs> that you put oh, yeah. on Apple phone it's like it's time you go to bed click and then it turns off everything I'm like no yeah. not this time Apple mom you're not gonna send me to bed this time. I'm on stereo. I'm talking to John, and I'm talking about hidden and figures, and it's Black History Month. Okay, that's right. You oh, technology. Telling. Yeah, I told her. I, I may okay. pay for it, but I told her. Okay, it's totally worth it being on my show, though. So yeah, it is. Yeah, I defy yeah. my Apple
0: iPhone to be on my show. Yeah. Okay. So, so you, you were did. saying about. So you're saying about the barrier.
1: Yeah, um, she defied all the barriers, um, all the pushback, because she knew this would work and this could save his life while he's in space. And I took one person, which is Kevin Costner, who seems to be the hero of the film, <laughs> to, to swoop not. in and say, well, one of the side heroes of the film to swoop in and say, hey, you know, let's listen to Catherine. Because basically, y'all dumbasses. <laughs> 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 Sorry. You didn't say that. Um he's like, let's listen to Catherine. Okay, let's try something different. Right. So, once they listen to her, like you said, it was successful. So, it it speaks across the board, too. Like, if you have a worker, you know, and nothing's going right, and this worker is coming to you and they have an
0: innovative idea, then hear them out.
1: No, for sure.
0: Yeah. Right, exactly. Because don't shine them away or anything like that, especially when they can actually enhance uh, something that you didn't think about before. Don't turn them away on the first instinct that you have because you think that your first hunch is the right hunch or the right numbers are showing the right numbers. Computers have problems people have errors in their own selves as well it's always good to actually double check yourself double check your work double check with another worker to see if maybe they can do something different you know mm-hmm. we'll see uh then of course we get into the epilogue where mary obtained her engineering degree and becomes nasa's first female african-american engineer Dorothy continued as NASA's first African-American supervisor. Catherine accepted by Stafford as a report co-author, went to calculate the transprocities for the Apollo 11 and space shuttle missions in 2015. She was awarded the Presidential uh, Medal of Freedom. In 2016, Nat- NASA dedicated the Langley uh, Research Center's Katherine Johnson Computer, a, a computer national building in the honor, hmm. building in her honor. So, yeah, that probably was after
1: the book came out. They're like, "Oh, I guess we better acknowledge her." <laughs> 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 ah, I didn't uh, say that. i was so <laughs> cynical. <laughs>
0: Like, okay, the movie's out, it's a box office hit, it's based off a true story. Let's go in and give her the award. Let's name <laughs> this building after two while we're at it.
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause otherwise they're gonna
0: ask us and we're gonna look
1: bad. So let's cover our ass. Right.
0: right. Otherwise it might <laughs> otherwise it might name the building the Larry Berg uh foundation building Ooh. or something.
2: <laughs> you know? So I'm just it's kidding. like you
0: well. Know, Right, but you know what I'm saying. My <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. name is after yeah. some
0: other person that didn't even need to be, um, giving any credit to. It's just good uh-huh. to see these women in NASA being represented into the right way and given the right credit for their work and not being hidden, <laughs> be- um, like the movie says, hidden, not being hidden yeah. in
1: figures. Yes, yes, yep. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, also, um, uh, this. You know, Catherine, going back a little bit, she helped Glenn um, go through many missions. Not just that mission. mission. She helped him on other missions, too, that was successful.
0: Yep, the Apollo 11 one, like I mentioned. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, and the uh, space shuttle mission missions in 2015. You know, so she's done a lot, you know, and over the years, you know, of successful missions. And it just goes to show you that, these women knew what they were doing, and they needed to be represented in the right way, yeah, yeah,
1: oh yeah, and the movie is just fantastic, it's on Disney plus, and it's oh my gosh, it's great, <laughs> it is great, I mean, it's just great to see their contributions, and their contributions still continue now, yep. you know, to this day in NASA. And, I, you know, I, yeah, I'm pissed that their history was hidden.
0: But, okay, it's good that it's out now. Exactly. I'm, ha- I'm happy that it's out there now. But I wish that it would have actually been told a long time ago, like you mentioned before.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: I guess better late than never. But yeah. still, it should have been sooner, though. It should have yeah. been represented right off the bat. Yeah, and you know,
1: just imagine how many um like African-Americans uh, contributed to not only NASA, but these other corporations and their stories aren't told yet. And the work that they do is still being used today.
0: Like, can you yep. imagine that? It's, it's That's crazy. just mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing, yeah. to be honest yeah. with you. And, and, I, think,
1: and I know Catherine Johnson died I want to say, is it 2018 She died like fairly recently. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's still good to see that her work sent a man to the moon, and her work saved John Glenn while he was in space. Yep, like it's it's a fascinating movie. I recommend it. It's um, I I guess it captivated audiences when it came out because you never seen African American women in space like in NASA dealing with science so it's it's captivating and I hope that it inspires future generations because you know I'm just I don't know as you can tell I don't have the words because I'm flabbergasted by the movie and I'm just in awe of seeing positive portrayals of African American women and just seeing that African American women, um, or African Americans in general, aren't in one box. You know they they're in multiple boxes. You know, and I know there's like these negative portrayals of like African Americans are robbers. They're this. They're that. Blah blah blah. But to see that they they contribute to um, innovations. Understand. Yeah, they contribute to innovations, you know, like Carter G. Wilson, like peanut butter and peanuts, all the <laughs> things he did with peanuts. I'm serious, all the things I know, he I did with peanuts, and like all these inventions, inve- not inventions, uh, inventions. Can't <laughs> <laughs> talk right now, but anyway, um, all these things that African American Americans contribute to that we're using now. Right, I think it's fascinating, and I think their works should come out to the to the light, and we should know about
0: them. De- most definitely, to be honest with you, they African people of color need to be represented in the right way and the right light, as well. I mean, to me, stereotyping uh, people of color as rappers and you know poor income jobs and stuff like that is just wrong. You're just being mm-hmm. a stereotype. Racist, butthole, douchebag, asshole, whatever you want to call it. Keep going. But, keep going. <laughs> I bigot it. Uh, yeah. There you go. Keep going. Okay, keep going. that's all I got. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> you're
0: supposed to you you stop. You're supposed to
1: stop. Soul is,
0: soul is demon
1: spawn. Right there you go. That's what races are. Soul is demon spawn. That Definitely. They they deserve to die, and yes, they should burn in hell. Samuel Jackson. <laughs> 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 oh, Samuel Jackson.
0: Uh, really, You know what though? I want to do a little fun fact though, real quick before we close. Okay,
1: out. go ahead.
0: Okay, so you were wondering about the reception on how how I, what it grossed and all that stuff too. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so finger grossed 169.6 million in the United States and Canada and $66.3 million in other ter- uh, territories for a worldwide worldwide gross of $236 million. Against produ- uh, get this, it went up against a production budget of $25 million. Wow. Domestically Hidden Figures was the highest grossing Best Picture nominee of, at the 89th Academy Awards. Oh, wow. Deadline Hollywood calculated the net profit of the film to be $95.55 million when factoring together in all expenses and revenues for the film, making it one of the top 20 most profitable releases of
2: 2016.
0: Hmm. Awesome. Definitely awesome. I I love hearing stories like this. To be honest with you. It's just great. Yeah. Yeah, it's just beautiful. I love it. So that's pretty much everything that we wanted to talk about for Hidden Figures, right? Or was there anything else that you wanted to touch base on with it?
1: I just want all the African, like little black girls or African-American women or and in, in men, or, but in particular women, because we're talking about Hidden Figures. If you have an interest in science or technology or engineering or math, STEM, <laughs> anything in the STEM field, then go for it. You know, mm-hmm. don't let nobody discourage you and be like, oh, Black people can't do this or that. Or even even if it's your own parents, you know. And they say, no, you can't be a mathematician. That's unrealistic. Don't let anybody discourage you if that's your passion and that's what you want to do. then you go for it because we need more african-americans in the stem field so yeah and if there's any like coding clubs or or anything like that then by all means be in those clubs um go to the public library ask mm-hmm. about it look for books on coding look for books on anything that can help you grow and propel you in this stem field that's all you I know have what? to say.
0: You know what? I couldn't say it any better than you. So, I Because I, as a good. woman of color
1: who is in a technology field, which I thought I'd never be in, um, it it is captivating. I don't know if I'm a trailblazer or not, but um, if I am, then I would probably have a movie out soon. And you would probably <laughs> review on it and I'd be on your show. But until then... <laughs> I'm just a woman that works with computers behind the scenes at my job. Let me let me just tell you this. And I'm one of the few in my department, <laughs> so I guess I am a trailblazer in that sense. You are. You're crushing it. You're yeah, crushing I'm it. like one of two people, black women that works with um like coding and computers and databases in my
0: department unit. So. And I just want to tell you this, though, too, to make a, you do a fantastic job at doing what you're doing. No, okay. I'm very welcome. Because I can tell you're really passionate about what you're doing. You care about what you're doing. You take your time with what you're doing. You are being inspirational for other people that want to get into what you're doing as well. And I have to convince you on that on everything that you're achieving right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. And what I'm doing is, is called like cataloging and metadata um
2: cataloging metadata
1: metadata librarian or cataloging metadata metadata assistant is what i am and i'm working my way up to a librarian when i graduate in May from school i'm excited for my librarian um degree so yeah and i'm very excited in itself that's another conversation but yeah black women in libraries
0: so yeah whatever
1: <laughs> I have to, we don't no. have time for the other conversation, but all yeah,
0: can, all I can say is coming soon to a date near you. Coming soon,
1: Tamika's story. Right,
0: <laughs> black people in libraries.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, There's not that many black librarians.
0: Right, the that Tamika Jackson story. It. Yeah,
1: I'm trying to figure out who's gonna play me.
0: I, I want. You know what? I'm gonna go with Cookie. I think she could play you. <laughs>
1: She okay, already did one of these. You can't be doing two of them, can she? <laughs> you know what? You're right. She you can play me. Yep. That's, right. That's how I see myself. I see myself as Taraji P. Henson. All right. Okay, cool.
2: So
0: with that being said, guys, I, we, I do have some other stuff. <laughs> and then in the-
1: ben Affleck can play you.
0: <laughs> 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 hey, uh, do it.
2: it's
0: I'm one. terrible. I'm- <laughs> hey, to be honest with you, if Ben wants to play me, I'm all for it. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's okay. So, guys, here's the thing. I do have some other stuff in the works, but it's not going to be here on stereo. It's actually going to be on my YouTube channel at Movie Love is And I have a Wedding Singer movie review that I'm doing with my Micro, uh, let's see, I actually have his Micro Break podcast. And I'm going to be doing that tomorrow at four o'clock central time, five o'clock eastern, and two o'clock pacific time over there for that show. So take a look at that. And then I'll be back on the stereo app at eight o'clock central time, nine o'clock eastern, six o'clock uh pacific time. No, eight o'clock pacific time, right? Yeah, six o'clock pacific time, uh, to talk about. Uh, good fellas with well, my friend Mike. So, going ahead and check us, check that out tomorrow night on the stereo app. On that, then get this on March 2nd, I'm gonna be Quentin Bennett is gonna be back with us. You remember Quentin, right?
1: <laughs> Giggles, that's what I call him. <laughs> <Giggles.
0: laughs> the dragon, right. So I'm gonna have Quinton back on the show with me. He's got some time stored up, so he wanted to come and do uh, the mummy review with uh, Brandon Fraser. So we're gonna be doing that on March second at six o'clock p.m., seven o'clock Eastern, four o'clock Pacific time. And then Rossi's gonna be uh, independent actress is gonna be on with me on March fourth at eight o'clock p.m., six o'clock Pacific time, nine o'clock Eastern to talk about coming to America part one. We're doing. Uh, the movie review for that, and then let's see. Then of course I already booked Crichton on the show for the stereo.
1: Oh, nice! Has he been on before?
0: No, this will be his first stereo one-on-one interview is. that I'm doing with him. So I'm doing my very, very, my very first. Okay, I'm talking like <laughs> I'm a foot, <thud>. um. <laughs> So anyways, I'll be doing my very first one-on-one interview with Crichton on the Stereo app. This is just going to be for the Stereo app and everything since I've already interviewed him already for the, uh, for the other platforms that I'm on. So this is just going to be a special one just for the Stereo listeners. And he actually has a documentary called How Many Chances about how he survived car crashes, how he survived diabetes, uh, diabetes attacks and things like that. Also being a part of uh, other organizations as well and things like that. He's an independent director. I hope you guys take a uh, look at that on Amazon Prime right now called How Many Chances. It's very inspirational as well, especially if you're wanting to get into directing movies and things like that. So I strongly recommend that you check out Crichton Hobbs' documentary, How Many Chances. So, And of course, guys, if you guys want to go on ahead and... Check me out on Movie Loves Unite and also, too, for all your entertainment needs and wants. Just go to night.com for all, all of that. And then, of course, you can find this podcast and many of the other episodes wherever you get your podcasts from. And, again, it's Movie Loves Unite on YouTube and everything. Join us for the winning Singer uh, movie review and then come back on the stereo app at 8 o'clock to listen to the Goodfellas review with me and Mike Perkins Jr. And – you know, just have a good time with us. And if you guys want to donate to the page, you guys don't have to, but if you do, just go to www.gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers unite and well movie lovers podcast. And you can donate that way if you guys want to. And then of course you can find me on Pinterest at movie lovers TV Lovers Unite over there, Instagram, Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite over there. And then on our Facebook page, Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. And then of course you can follow me on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit. And you can follow me at John DeGorio Eight on Twitter as well. So thank you again, Tamika. This was fun talking about hidden figures. I'm glad that we did this for Black History Month. I'm having fun doing these Black History Month reviews with you and things like that. So I'm very happy. I know you have yes. other things cooked up pretty soon. I can't wait to. Yes,
1: and thank you, John. I know Black History Month is the shortest month, but thank you for spilling into March. <laughs> You're welcome.
0: Because I feel like it needs to be expanded. And what way? Man, it, it should been in March. <laughs> it's
1: a you good know what? Spiracy. You need
2: to you,
0: you know what? You need to start a movement and get that thing settled up to where it extends into March. Man, I'll see what I can do. I got stuff to do. <laughs> yes,
2: I mean, you do. Be
1: no silver
0: rights fighter. <laughs> 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 new generation. Right? But we do have a hip-hop evolution review that Tamika and I I are doing in April. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to do this. I'm excited on doing this with you, to be honest with you.
2: I listen to all kinds
0: of music and stuff that influences different music influences me doing things. So, you know, I love hip-hop music as well. So, I can't wait to do this with you.
1: Yeah, it's a Netflix um, hip-hop evolution. evolution. It's a documentary if you guys want to watch and then you can be prepared when we do the review and you can come in with your questions.
0: Right. And this will be on the stereo app as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing I want to mention, too, is this um, well, I wanted to ask you this. So, what movie did you want to do next as far as Black History Month goes?
1: Um, well, man, which one are we doing? Oh, wait. I we're know doing we... One Night in Miami. The yep. Amazon Prime movie, and then I think we're closing out with Denzel Washington's Malcolm X.
0: That's right. That's where we're closing it out with the big heavy hitter with Denzel Washington. So yeah. So it'll be I can't March, wait. No,
1: March 13th will be our last Black History Month review.
0: Yep, March 13th. Cool. All right. So I'm enjoy. I've been enjoying this a lot. So guys, another thing too is if you guys are sponsors and I'm listening to my show. Go on ahead and email me at movieloversunite at com. And always until next time, guys, bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless.